Hello and welcome to episode 43 of Our Weird Life. My name is Jack. My name is Jodie. Welcome back to the podcast everyone. We hope you had a wonderful week. Mm-hmm. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Hello. Fellow owl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jodie. Yeah. Have you had a marvellous week? Um, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm honest, if I'm being completely honest, I'm a little bit tired this week. Right. Um, but, like, I still have had a good week. But something has been stressing me out all week, and it's so minor, but I just have to mention it. Okay. Um, well, so, as you know, Jack, it's been raining a lot recently. Like, rainy season has come early. And the rice paddies have been filling up, and they've been planting the... Rice. Oh, yeah, that's it. Been planting the rice. I was going <laughs> to say been planting the rice seeds. Been planting the rice. Yeah. With that comes a lot of ducks. Well, a lot of wildlife in general. Mm. But the ducks eat the bugs that are in the rice paddies. It's like a farmer's best friend, isn't it? Yeah. So they really like the ducks in the rice paddies. Um, and there's other, like, animals in there too. Like, I think there's, like, is it a herring? Like, the big white one. Herring, that's a, the fish. Oh, heron. Heron. <laughs> <laughs> My phone's ringing. No, it's not. That's just someone texting me okay. profusely. Um, <laughs> You're a wanted woman. <laughs> you know, it's fine. So, yeah, so there's a lot of, of wildlife that is around. Um, and there have been so many ducks in the road. I've seen... Um... I've seen, like, a couple of families of them kind mm. of waddling across the road to get to the other side. Well, that's cute. That sounds like a, that's... That sounds like a terrible joke, doesn't it? But it's not. <laughs> what did the duck get to the other side? No, because the other day I was driving to work and it was a dual carriageway mm. and there was these two ducks just sat in the middle of the road. Right. And all the Japanese drivers, you know, just went really nicely around the duck. And no one paps their horn in Japan, do they? No, it's really weird. I think like, it's really taboo. Actually, they probably see it as if they see it as rude or, or yeah. What, but. And I think it's more of like an emergency th- situation. I don't even know why you would use your horn in Japan. Like I don't know why. I think it would have to be like you're about to crash. Something's about to like go down like real yeah. bad. Yeah, but you know how like say the traffic lights change to green and you don't notice. Someone gives you a little boop. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's polite kind of. It's not like really rude unless they're like. No. Yeah, like the mean. different horn sound, you can tell how annoyed the driver is, depending <laughs> the, on the horn. The length sound. of the horn tells you how irritated. Yeah, but in Japan, people just don't use it. So these ducks were in the road. Everyone was slowing down, and yep. I, d- I didn't know what was going on. I got to the ducks, and I was like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> like honking the horn because I was like, I'm trying to save the ducks. I'm mm. not being like annoying. I'm trying to save the ducks, but they didn't move. Oh, my gosh. They just didn't move. They just sat there. These so ducks are bold. Then I had to go round them, which was kind of embarrassing then because I used my horn for no reason. Right. So then I was embarrassed because, like, that is taboo and everyone was looking at me. <laughs> like, um, you're, you're the problem, not the ducks in the road. Yeah. And it happened again, like, on the way back, like, in the evening time, there was ducks just sitting in the road. And they're having a great time in the paddies at the moment, mm. like diving under and getting all the little worms and things. <laughs> they are like mini swimming pools at the moment, aren't they, really? Yeah. And they look really pretty because the mountains like reflect off them as well. Yeah. Um, I posted a picture on uh, Instagram of the some of the rice paddies in the area. So you yeah. can see they have, they're have they planting the rice, which is really nice. 
Jodie's been rhymed. doing a much better job of the the whole Instagram thing than I ever was. I'm having a lot of fun. I yeah. made a video the other day of Jack baking bread. It was like <laughs> bread, bread, <laughs> bread. It was really funny. Yeah, that was quite amusing. I don't know how you managed to turn something that we... Well, it was still kind of goofy because I'm goofy. Yeah. Well, I just... What I like about our weird life Instagram is that it's like we don't have to take it too seriously. We don't take ourselves seriously. But, like, I also... Like, if you don't know... I've mentioned it before, but I've been a model for, like, 10 years. So when people meet me in real life, they're like, oh, you're a little more goofy than I expected because my modelling profile is so serious. Yeah. That's just what they ask for when you're on photo shoots. They're like, oh, the model face or whatever. It's, but it's not who I am. No, of course. So obviously people judge you on that and that's absolutely fine because that's what I put out there. But it's really nice to have an Instagram that is just about us and our life and not no real, like, filters and things like that. Or, you know, I'm on there, like, we're going for a run, I've got no makeup on, and I feel so, like, relieved and revived. I feel like yeah. I can be who I really am and, and people can see us how we really are and it's just so refreshing. That's and nice. It's not like the modelling is not me. That is part of me. It's part of expressive who I am, but it's not... I don't know, people just perceive you very differently when you say, oh, you were a model, like it's that you automatically get the thing that comes with it, which is absolutely fine, but I just would like people to get to know me and get to know us. Yeah, I think just purely on a um, on a, like a content basis, Yeah, you're, with your modelling stuff, with with almost every picture, you are kind of you're either presenting a product or you're trying to increase the saleability of something, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you have to present things in a very particular kind of way, mm-hmm. whereas mm-hmm. which I guess you know it doesn't enable you to have as much freedom, as much freedom as you yeah. would do otherwise. And it's also, nice it, you've got that now. that's a business too. Mm. So that I've have like a business head on when I when I'm doing that, um, because I'm also working with a lot of people in the industry, so I need sure. to be respectful and and also like. I guess you know. there's a certain code in a way, isn't there? I guess yeah, there the way is. that you present yourself, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I get it. But I'm, I mean, it's good that you, with this one, you're able to put the mm. uh, the more silly, yeah. free, freer stuff. I guess. Yeah. And it's not that I can't post pictures of me without makeup and things like that on my model Instagram, but it's just very sad. It's very damaging because people like unfollow you. And or they just don't like that picture as much, and it is it is really damaging for your mental health. And I just don't, I just don't think it's healthy hmm. in a weird way. <laughs> like so, no, I think I'm I think you're right because you are break from it. You're having to uphold a certain look and a certain mm-hmm. way all the time, and people come to expect that, don't they? I suppose. Yeah, and as much as people say like. Oh no, you look great without makeup, or you don't need it, or you yeah, post you know, go you post a natural photo, sure, but it will only get like so many likes. <laughs> like, and, let, let's see how well it does. By yeah, comparison. and I'll lose yeah. a bunch of followers. So okay, sure, but mm. that that's I one know of those standard true things, isn't it? Really, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's yeah. like okay, but you know, so I'm 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 taking a little break from that at the moment as well, um, which is really nice. I'm finding it really enjoyable too. That's good. Because at first I was like, you do everything. I already have like (laughs) other things like (laughs) Instagrams and like you run this one because I didn't think I could cope with running like three different ones. But then I was like, actually, this is really fun for me. Yeah. And it comes really naturally too because 
we have such a beautiful surrounding and so many cool things to no, it's take true. pictures of. I mean, to be honest, I, with with regards to like taking pictures and capturing all that kind of stuff that people might want to see through this page, um, I'm, I'm terrible. Like, I just don't take many pictures. It's just no, not really, really a thing don't. I do very much. And so for me to be in control of like the social media page, I don't think it's my forte anyway, really. Whereas like the editing and the you know, all the the website side of it, I can Yeah. <laughs> I can do that stuff. <laughs> well this is how funny this is, right? So I have currently on my phone uh twenty thousand photos. Twenty thousand. I don't think I've taken twenty thousand pictures on any phone, like collectively. Yeah. And I have like two thousand eight hundred videos. What? <laughs> But I'm quite impressed, actually, because out of those 20,000, mm. only, like, a 1,000 of them are selfies. Okay. <laughs> and that also includes, like, selfies with friends, you know, not just of myself. That's what you mean. So you've taken more pictures of, like, the the environment or other I'm people. I'm quite impressed or... with that. Because yeah. you would think, oh, 20,000 takes a lot of pictures of myself, but not necessarily, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. No, that's true. That's, I suppose that's pretty good. I mean, to be, I think you just get... Um, you get more enjoyment out of collecting those memories too. Mm, I, I print them. I don't really. I, I don't really them. have much of a. I never have this like. Oh, must remember. You know. I just mm. don't. For whatever reason, I just don't have that thing. That's strange to me because yeah. I really like looking back on. Because that's your life. Like I remember, I, I um, a girl that I was friends with. She wouldn't let anyone take any photos of her. Yeah. And I always got really upset by it because I was like, "But this is your life." Like, you're only going to get older. Like, so you you look good right now, too. Like, you will want to look back on these memories and your friends. Like, mm. you'll want to see your friends. Like, we might not be in touch in another 20, 30 years, and you'll have this photo to remember, like, this memory. But she hated it. I think, for me, now that we do the podcast, mm. this is my way of... Um, oh, sorry, I'm most comfortable with this way mm. to be able to record memories. That's true. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I get the most enjoyment out of this process of having a conversation. Yeah. Because I know we can go back and listen to it afterwards. Whereas my first thought is just not to take a picture. I mm. love pictures because I love looking through them and like the ones that you take, I really like seeing. But it's never my first thought. Yeah. So. The, yeah. So Jodie's much better <laughs> control and suited to the uh, the social media stuff. Well, I, I would say I, I enjoy it too. I enjoy sharing. Yeah. I enjoy being in touch with people and yeah. having like, you know. Well, I mean, you and... you've always liked photography anyway, haven't you? Yeah. So actually, I studied photography before even doing any modelling at all. Hmm. Um, I did photography and like special effects makeup and. So I think you've got a better arts. sense of what is appealing to the eye anyway yeah. do you know what I mean like perspective and yeah. like, like framing of a picture and I just that <laughs> that stuff honestly it totally escapes me I think I've got it mm. and then I'll take a picture oh, and you look at it and be like <laughs> why is like why is this all sky why is this like mm. no there's no ground or you haven't like this rule of thirds thing which you keep trying to tell me and I'm like I've got yeah. it and then no mm. you know I yeah, think it's really you, you really need there's something in photography and taking a good picture you need an eye for it I think yeah so I never I never had that that was definitely something that I learned as well mm. but once you once it clicks with you you've just got it you've got it so you just expect other people to see it too yeah but it's like, it's like why can't you see it <laughs> it is such a simple rule like the rule of thirds so either like the sky is two thirds of the pictures and the ground the ground is one 
or it's just everything has to fit within this rule of thirds. Yeah. So, yeah, it, actually the last photo I posted, it might have been the last one, of the um, the fish flags, the koi fish flags. Yeah. So we stopped to take that picture and Jack was like, I don't want to take a picture. Why do you want a picture of it? And he was like, oh, you stop it in the middle of the road. <laughs> I was like, please just take a picture of it. This is before he gave me control of the Instagram. Yeah. He was like, why do you want it? I was like, I don't have a picture of it. It only comes once a year. I want a picture of it for my journal. Mm. So Jack goes, fine, shoves the phone out the window. I was driving, by the way, which is why he did it. And he literally got like, I would say two-thirds of the pavement <laughs> And then the the flags were like in the top portion of the picture. I'm like, what is that? What are you taking like, a picture of exactly? <laughs> There's no sky in the picture. You just, I was like, Jack. And then um, yeah, it was funny. And I like, and then I like put his like hand where in the right position where it was. And I was like, and then he, and then you could see it after that. It makes me wonder, you know, so whether funny. like whether you or anyone who is. Uh, takes pictures or likes photography or whatever, how differently you see the world compared to the way that I see the world. Yeah. Like, so we might walk past something and mm. your immediate thought is that will look great as a picture. Yeah. That would be a great picture. But I I don't see that very often. I'll, I'll see something and think, wow, that looks nice. But do you know what I mean? With regards to proportion and perspective, do I just see the world totally differently as a result of not having that, like what looks or what is appealing um, to the eye? I don't think so because no. say there's like a beautiful sunset, it's still beautiful and sometimes you'll get the camera and it won't look the same mm. on the camera as it does in real life. Yeah. Um, but then occasionally say we're walking down the road or something and the, and the light is hitting, sorry, just hit the... <laughs> As I said, hitting the microphone is hit hitting an object in a certain way that that I'll think, oh, that will look really nice because of the light right. currently right now is really nice, hmm. um, and it will look better on camera. I think that's where it's different. Uh, okay, so it's more to do with like how light catches things rather yeah, than. Yeah, I think it's to do with the light, and when okay. you when you like see light through a camera. I think that alters your perception on whether something will look good or not. That's a good point. Because, like, you know how if, I, if I've if i asked you to take a photo of me somewhere, mm. I I will say to you, this won't be a good photo. Before yeah, you'll know before we Yeah, because I'm like, the light's overhead and it's a, it's a room light. So I either need to look up at the light yeah. or we need to, like, open a window or something. But th- that's... Like, you can just learn that because if you take so many pictures hmm. and the lighting is terrible and you don't know why, eventually you figure out why and then you don't do that again. That's so it's just learning. It's not like, it's not that I naturally have the ability to see whether that's a good picture or not. Yeah. It's that, like, doing photography and actually modelling too. I guess they're all linked, aren't they? Yeah. Because you've got to know the way to hold mm-hmm. yourself in order to create a better picture. Yeah, but also, capture. like you you have to feel the light and on your face you mean on your face yeah Yeah. and you have to be aware of where it is at all times and the quicker you do that as a model because it's more difficult as well for the photographer sometimes to see the light on your face like sometimes they have to have a reflector and they're bouncing it back and they're wiggling it back and forth to 
can you see the light on the face? Can you see the light? But if you're having a light shined in your face, you can feel when it's touching your face. You can see physically when it's like, okay, there, stop. Like you can see the reflection. So you as a model have to also understand light. It's just so much easier and you get to the end result much quicker, Mm. you know, Um, because they're like, oh, let's set up this lighting and let's face you away from the light. Well, you know that your face is going to be in shadow and that's probably not going to be as good. So, you know... Yeah, it's just it's just all learning about lighting. But once you once you've got it, because um, also like like I would say, if you don't know a lot about photography, you might think like a nice bright sunny day is the perfect environment for nice photos. Yeah, it's really not, is it? It's actually the opposite. Like a nice cloudy, like overcast day is perfect because the clouds work as like a nice soft box and it softens all the light. Yeah, it kind of neutralizes having, the shadows, and that's one of the main things. Yeah. Rather than having this really harsh light, and with harsh light it creates harsh shadows, and harsh mm. shadows are not pretty, because then you have like big bags under your eyes, or like <laughs> your, your nose has like a massive dark shadow, and it's it's as simple as that. But once you understand that, it's very easy. Mm. But I think a, you understand all that. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, over the over time that we've taken pictures together, and um, you've just explained stuff like that to me, most of it has stayed in there. Mm-hmm. It's more just like having that natural affinity to be able to you know put it mm. to practice seeing it holding a camera looking at it going does that, does this actually work as a picture is mm-hmm. it any good is it too bright all those kind of things but um yeah it just shows you how much more goes into it you know a picture than just taking it pressing a button yeah that's true you know? it's true but i i reckon if a you, good uh, picture anyway as long as you have good lighting yeah um then you can't really go wrong you know yeah that's true everything else like kind of falls into place Mm. you know you could photograph something like a dustbin but but if it's in a good lighting it can look really like it could speak to you you know in a certain way i suppose it could tell a story yeah Yeah. with the lighting yeah for sure i um (laughs) as you were describing that and i was just like stretching out my calves like under the table oh Oh, my gosh the pain (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we have, um, whether for good or bad, we'll, we'll, we're yet to find out, but we've started doing a program called Insanity, and it's called Insanity Max 30. It's a yeah. two-month program uh, that our, our friend helped us out with. <laughs> and um, He's probably listening, He probably maybe. might be listening. Hello, hello, friend. Hello, friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've done about, is it three, four? Yeah. So far. Um, every day and it's in 30 minutes you do um, it's called it's interval training basically mm-hmm. you, you cram a load of exercises consecutively into a very short period of time and you just kind of burn out don't you until you literally can't go anymore yeah um, and the it idea is. is that every day you're supposed to increase your stamina mm-hmm. and you write down the time <laughs> but <laughs> It's quite intense. Yeah, it really is insanity. <laughs> and uh, you've got to be ready to go, haven't you? Like, yeah. if you are not driven from the start, mm-hmm. if you're not like, I'm going to do this until I pass out sort of thing, you won't get through until no. the end. Um, so how are you feeling right now? Well, first of all, I just want to say the reason we did this is because um, I have a lot of energy at night. I find that I can't sleep, like I lie there awake. So Jack's like, you need to like 
go out and do running and things like that but because it's been raining every day we couldn't go running so I was like suffering at night I was like I can't sleep I've got all this energy um so Jack was like right I'm gonna ask my friend for this thing again and we'll start it tonight so we just did it didn't we and I felt a lot better for it I really like having that energy exerted because then I Mm. feel like I can rest easy at night if anything that is the only thing that like even if I just get that from it I'd be happy yeah um but yeah my calves are really hurting and I couldn't (laughs) walk down the stairs um at school it was really embarrassing I I was like oh ah, uh," like that yes stairs have been uh, a bit of a nightmare I uh, just need to my foot I'm sitting that's fine. I'm sitting on my foot. I just need to get it out. But the chairs, you can readjust. Um, the chairs a bit it's ironic actually because I I tried doing the insanity um, about God, it was years ago now, five years ago maybe, mm-hmm. um, and I got into week three or week three or week four, and it was probably one of the fittest I've been. Really? Yeah, ever. Stamina wise, I just had so much more energy and like. Oh, I didn't know you'd done it that for that long before. Yeah. Wow. Um, that was the old program that used to exist, and it was slightly longer, like forty-five minutes, I think. Oh wow. Um, and I got to a point where I just—I don't really know what happened. I just—I was just—I was doing it by myself. I don't think that really helps with it as well. You need that kind of motivation, you know, to keep going with it. Yeah. Um, but I stopped, and so. Our friend had sent me this program, the new one again, about two months ago. Mm. And I <laughs> I really just put it off. Mm. I tried it and I was like, I just don't think I can do this. Through various injuries and the way I felt. But I'm really glad that we started it again. Because actually yeah. a few sessions into it and I feel, I'm feeling pretty, I'm aching. Mm-hmm. But um, we're getting through it. Yeah. And it's the weirdest sensation ever because you, you're about... Maybe a third of the way in. Yeah. And you can see the timer on the screen. Right, I've got 20 minutes left. Mm. I cannot finish this. Do you Mm-mm. know what I mean? You, you constantly, your mind is going, no, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. Yeah. And it takes so much willpower just to, like, keep moving mm. and not stop. I think that's the key to it. If you stop, like, game over. Yeah. But he says, like, you know, you can stop and take a water break and everything. But actually something that one of the girls that was doing the insanity on the video on right. the, the video oh my god i'm so old <laughs> <laughs> what's the video on the video on the vhs on the, VHS. On the betamax <laughs> <laughs> i don't even i was gonna say on the tape what would you even call that on the tape that's even worse I know. On the tape. what would you call that on the tape machine it is um, a video it's, like a, it's, played it's video, a video yeah. but i was thinking vhs yeah. um yeah she said if i can't do one i do three more yeah, that, that, that was really some, helped me. That was a serious uh, bit of talk I was like, right there, wasn't it? If uh, I can't I, do one, I do three. Yeah, I was like, ugh, whatever. And then <laughs> I tried it and it really helped me. I was like, wow, that was the best thing I could have heard. i tell you what amazes me about like, that same thing. It's you are pretty convinced that you can't do another one. Yeah. But you can. Like you always can. Mm-hmm. You can always do one more unless you're just on the floor and you've passed out. Or actually injured yourself. Or you've injured, yeah, like you, something's snapped. Mm. Um, you can always do one more. Yeah. And that, like, 
the amount of strength that you can summon from nothing mm-hmm. it's like it's incredible it's quite amazing isn't you know? it and it makes you realize that if you were really in a dire situation mm-hmm. you know where you had to like climb out of something or you had to just save your own life mm-hmm. i wonder how much of that you'd be able to summon mm-hmm. you know to keep going longer than you would do normally have you heard this like um this has happened quite a lot where a mother's strength just comes from nowhere to save their child. Like, I read this story about this woman, like, lifting a bus before because her kid was stuck underneath. Yeah, I'd I'd heard about that that story before. Yeah. I don't know if that's happened several times or it's a specific incident, but mm, interesting nonetheless. I I believe it. I absolutely believe it. I think particularly with, um, you know, as a a parent or Mm. something, you would feel... In whatever situation, you might just feel such fear mm-hmm. or like urgency to protect your child that you wouldn't be thinking so much about you. You'd be thinking totally about them, mm-hmm. and so your body would be able to expend, I imagine, more energy than you would could convince yourself you've got. But also, if you think about it like this, there is no pain that you could possibly feel in that moment trying yeah. to save your child than if you lost that child. Yeah, that would be the worst that would be the worst outcome of all, wouldn't it? And that's really like sounds really like oh, to say that, but that is probably it mm. for that mother. There is no there is no question about it. Yeah. Like, you know, so yeah, I I just I think that we are capable of more than we think. More than we can think in our brains, let's say. Yeah, like it's not something like you can comprehend. Energy. Yeah, like on the spot, is it? You have to be in the, um, yeah. under pressure. But I think you as well react really well to motivation. Mm. Like I don't have to say a lot to you for you to just suddenly pick it up. But I think you need that little bit of like, come on, Jackie, you can do it. Yeah, I think and then so. all of a sudden you like you go into like turbo mode. <laughs> you know, like I don't have to I say a lot that. to you. Um, the very first session we did it and mm-hmm. we ended up like doing the exercise facing each other yeah, together. Like, yeah. Like thanks to you because you kind of say, come on, we can do it. And we got we got through it. Yeah. And then again yesterday, um, there was one final exercise to do and you're just in so much pain and exhaustion mm-hmm. and almost to the point of like just delirium, delirium. And you have to lift up your knees and it's like a really high knee run mm-hmm. and you're doing jabs out in front of you too and it was the last one mm. and in my mind I was just like this is it yeah <laughs> like last mm. you know last hurdle and I did it properly for the entire that's it's, really it's probably the most correct to form mm. exercise I did of the whole workout which is ironic at the very end yeah and then we got to the end of it and we both turned around to each other and we were like almost in tears yeah it was really it was so emotional, emotional. yeah like, it's it like weird. you've gone through this ordeal of, you know, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't. And then you do it and yeah. you've done it. You know, it sounds it sounds ridiculous. It's 30 minutes. Like 30 minutes is such a small space of time. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like I said before, the, the, the will it takes to get through it is unbelievable. But what yeah. an achievement when you get to the end. You're like, yes! <laughs> I think it's really nice too because it's like a form of... Um, not like it is kind of like a meditation for me for mm. sure because I'm I'm not thinking about anything else. No, I agree. And all the little things in your week that might have like irritated you or like you know 
You're so focused, aren't you? Yeah, you're so focused on this thing and it's so fast-paced. It doesn't give you time to, Mm. like, say if I'm doing, you know, a sit-ups or something like that, my own little exercise, you know, okay, 10 sit-ups. One, (laughs) two, I wonder what I'll have for dinner. Three, (laughs) four, that really annoyed me last night. Five, like that. Mm -hmm. It's you You think about all different things or, like, you watch a video in the like a YouTube video or something and you're thinking about that but I love that it's so focused and you're completely focused on yourself and your ability and yeah um, that's so it's it's interesting you said that because I always used to think that being unfocused and being distracted whilst you're working out was a good thing Mm -hmm. actually doing this I'm not so sure no I agree Um, it's nice to be so aware of your body and your movements and and also be really impressed with your ability because there was what there was this part where you do like a, a push-up um push-up press-up is that the same thing it's the same thing just different name um and i've never been able to do them like my lower body strength has always been better because i did like ballet for years so but my arms were always really delicate in ballet you don't see ballerinas doing push-ups do you so <laughs> So I never did them. So my arms are really, really weak and I've never really been able to do that. So I did like the, there was always like a modifier that you could do. Mm. So I did that and I was like, oh, I'm not even going to be able to do the half one. Because it was so fast paced and they were continuing without me and you were next to me doing it as well. I was just like, I'll just try. And I was doing it. And I was like, Jack, I'm doing it. (laughs) Jack, I'm actually doing it. And it's the first time I've been able to do, like, continuously like that as well. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not just one, is it? I was going, I was going. And over and over. So I didn't just do one push-up. I did, like, you know, I did loads. I was really surprised. And I was like, I'm so impressed that I even managed to do that because I'm not in the past. No, and, and, yeah, like, you're totally right to feel impressed with yourself too because it's not easy yeah um and that little victory is like really important it's a huge step isn't it yeah and it could because you know that when you come back to doing that again mm. you'll be like i've done this before i can do it again yeah um and it will just be that little bit easier i'm actually so excited to do the next me too <laughs> the next one it's really good me too so uh yeah we'll we'll let you know our progress mm-hmm. how we get on mm-hmm. but it's two months so yeah We'll see. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> yeah. So um I found I found this funny article actually. And it was about uh vending machines in Germany. Oh, I thought you meant in Japan, yeah. Well, I'll get to that in a second, but they've I don't know if they've always done this, but they sell sausages <laughs> in vending machines. Okay. Particularly in rural areas. Wieners. Yeah, exactly. So, like, Bratwurst and Bockwurst and all those kind of things. They sell them in more rural areas because of shops closing, but they've actually been gaining loads of popularity. What do you mean, shops closing? Uh, you know, in rural rural areas, yeah. shops close earlier than they do in the, uh, in the cities. Oh, okay. So these vending machines have been, like, a godsend to um, some of the locals who maybe they get a bit peckish or something <laughs> sausage in, in the, the middle of the night. That's funny. Yeah, they sell sausages and can I see potato salads <laughs> in the vending wow. machines. Wow! Oh, just... but it's those ring ones. Yeah. Why do we have those? Oh, after living in Japan. Yeah, what is in Japan? They don't have the vending machines that have the coils on. You know, yeah, they just they turn and it kind of like works your item out, and then yeah. sometimes 
get stuck. It gets stuck. They don't exist in Japan. No. And the reason is they suck. <laughs> <laughs> they're so rubbish. Yeah, they are. It's almost like they're made to not work. So, mm. like, they might claw back a few quid every now and again. But the ones in Japan, they're not, they just don't use those, do they? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever, ever had an item get stuck. No. So the drinks are like, um, there's, there's like uh, two little plastic, not doors, but like clamshimmy. Yeah, kind of, and they just open, and the drinks are placed slightly at a tilt. I think mm. so. Gravity, it just falls Lovely down. Feels. Yeah, um, and and these little clamps just open, and the drink just falls down. The next drink comes behind it. Yeah. There's, it's just not fault like. It's faultless every time. It just works. Um, and also, even in the vending machines, like I think that the bottom just drops out, so it just falls straight down. Yeah. I can't get caught on <laughs> anything. There's almost no way that they go wrong, which is ironic. Yeah, but I remember, like, on a Sunday, I used to go swimming, and after swimming, I'd always get a, um, they don't do them anymore, a Cadbury Spiral. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say, what's those little round chocolate balls? They were Cadbury's... Minstrel. No. Oh, what were they called? Um, it was like just hard chocolate, milk chocolate. Snowmen. Little balls like that. That oh, size, I don't that's know. like marble size. Um, but and, I. Anyway, yeah. it was something like temp, tempters or teasers or. Not more teasers, I'm not thinking of that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I thought, <laughs> thought that's what you were going to say. I don't remember that. Did you like those then? <laughs> I loved them. Really? Yeah, I, love, so I nice. love a milky button. I no, love when like chocolate, chocolate is button. really like hard chocolate. You know what I mean? It's like been it's in, been the, in fridge. the fridge. I love that. Mm. I don't like. I don't like melted melty chocolate. No, me neither. Like I like a flake, but it has to have been in the fridge. I think for a bit. Oh, flakes are a nightmare. They're so crumbly. Yeah, they're really crumbly. They're good, but oh, you need a plate underneath that thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's going everywhere. <laughs> so I used to get either a flake or. This spiral, mm. which they stopped doing. What was a spiral? I don't remember that. It was like, let me see if I can get a picture. There were like two sticks next to each other. And it, they were just two solid sticks of chocolate. And they had a spiral shape around them. Oh. Uh, well, is that what they called? Spiral? And, I thought they were called And they had down. holes down the middle. So you could, um, you could like drink, drink out of it. Oh my God, I loved them. You could drink out of it. Yeah, look, they got like a flower-shaped hole down the middle. I've never seen that before. Really? It looks like a churro, but in the chocolate form. No, it's not chewy. It's hard. I mean, the the shape of it, sorry. It looks like a churro shape. Can you see that? So you could drink like... So you can use it as a straw? You could use it as a straw, yeah. But it was really nice. Like It was like like as you bite it and it would have the air in it. Hmm. But that was my favourite, so I always had that after swimming. And honestly, nine times out of ten, it got stuck in the machine. So annoying. It, it was really annoying, and I'd be there like exhausted from swimming. Like, come on! And <laughs> we had, we had to call the woman like every time to open the vending machine. It was so irritating. I think crisps were the worst. Yeah, or potato crisps. chips. If you're American, <laughs> um, they were the worst because the packets would always catch on the damn coil things as they yeah. would spin, and they would just stick there like staring at you. <laughs> almost like it was mocking you from and inside then the glass. And you have to like press the glass, <laughs> <laughs> or pretend or like, like you weren't nudging it with your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> and then the woman would be like, "Don't bang the machine. Yeah. I'll open shut the it. alarm off. You'll set, you'll set it off. Supposed to do that. <laughs> I was curious actually to see what else they." Um, 
what else they had across the world, what they mm. sold in vending machines. Um, the first one says surgical masks. I wouldn't say that's particularly unusual anymore, but there mm, we go. That's true. Um, I think particularly in Asia, they've they've been pretty prevalent for quite a while, haven't they? Yeah, I think so. Masks. Um, number two is caviar. Oh. Can you imagine having caviar in a vending machine? They do have these vending machines occasionally in Japan. It's usually in a bigger city. Okay. I just wanted to get a tissue. Sorry, that was probably really loud. <laughs> um, yeah, and they have, they have like fish products in there, and one one was just like a jar with a fish in it, like a real fish in it, and they have like beer in there and stuff and sake. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've, I've seen those ones. It's almost like it's a. Uh, it's like special like a, for a that drinking night snack vending machine thing. Kind of, but they're like just for that area, so uh, they tend to be quite expensive. Like speciality one. Mm. Yeah, I think they only have about ten items, and they're like at the top. They're not like through the entire machine. I think I know what you mean. One time like we white. went to Tokyo, and I remember walking past one of those machines, and it had I'd never seen one before. I was mm. like, whoa! Like just it has like alcohol, up. yeah, and like beer or sake, and then there's a fish inside it. Yeah, like so you drink the beer and then eat the fish or something. I don't know. Unusual. Yeah. So this one, yeah, caviar. So uh, in places like Moscow and LA. Wow. Uh, yeah, they've got these kind of vending machines. So the Beverly Hills Caviar Machine has products that sell for $500 an ounce. Wow. Ooh, that's, uh, that's a premium, premium vending machine right there. Have you tried caviar? No. Would you try it? Yeah, I would try it. Would you pay for it? <laughs> Depends what we're talking. So Five hundred dollars off- an ounce. I think I would consider how much of an ounce I would. Mm. I, I think would it's have. always going to be expensive because it's difficult to harvest. Look, here's the problem. I love trying, particularly after having lived in Japan. I like trying new stuff. I'm more willing to try new foods than I ever used to be. Yeah, I used to be quite stubborn about it. Now, <laughs> not really so much anymore. I'm not a picky eater anymore. Um, but I think there are certain things that you can try which you consider like a premium food or an exotic food mm. that are so outrageously overpriced. Yeah. And the taste doesn't, like, make up for the price of it. I guess so. I've never tried caviar, and so this is a bit of a presumption, but I I have a feeling that it wouldn't be like... It would be so mind-blowing that you just, like... I just can't eat anything else now. I need caviar, you know. Oh, you think it'd be amazing? No, I don't think it would oh, be as amazing. Oh. I think it might be a bit of a letdown. Right. But I don't know. I never tried it. Have you ever mm. tried it? No. And what do you do? You think it would be great or um, average or bad? I think it's one of those things, maybe that like, you know, things tend to be quite rich in taste. Yeah. If they're expensive. Um, so I think it would be quite like a rich taste and I don't know if you would like that necessarily. Yeah. Like, you know, like some cheeses are like really expensive, but the flavour is real strong. It doesn't mean that you would eat a lot of it. I know what you're saying. So maybe you would just be like, oh, it's a bit strong mm. in flavour. Whether you would actually like it or not, I don't know. But I, Are but, you paying for the... Uh, the privilege of eating it too, yeah. do you think? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I don't just mean how difficult it is to get for like a restaurant or whoever mm. serves it to you. I mean 
the experience? Are you paying? Is is there a premium set on the experience of eating those things? Do you think? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think the price being high is because it's difficult to come by. Right. But then, but then with that comes like, you know, look at pasta. Right, pasta was like a food that was cheap right in italy yeah so but now it's like you could pay you can pay whatever you want for pasta like people it's like a really nice food now like (laughs) hundreds of pounds Mm. in a restaurant for something that is actually very yeah yeah but my that's that's a good point yeah i have have a friend who like couldn't believe how pasta is treated now because he's (laughs) like oh when i was a kid it was like he's from italy and he was like oh it's just so cheap like we ate pasta because we were poor not because, like, it was fancy. <laughs> That's so true. Mm. Um, but, like, have you ever seen they have, like, the big... They, they do, like, car, uh, carbonara. Is it carbonara? Is that how you say it? Carbonara, yeah. Yeah. And they have, like, a huge reel of cheese. Okay. And they, they get the pasta and they, like, just melt it and melt the cheese. Right, And see. then they give it back to the person. Okay, no, I haven't seen that before. Have you not seen it? I don't think so, no. Someone on my instagram literally went the other day and did it oh, oh god i wish i knew who it was now because it's probably still on their instagram but yeah they that someone comes over with like a big like circle of cheese like a huge wheel of cheese probably like half a meter long yeah and they put the they put the pasta in it and just like roll it around in the melted cheese and then wow. give it back to you. But they're going to pay more for that, obviously. I see, yeah, of course. Because, if, because that's part of like an experience that yeah, you get. But it doesn't mean that the pasta's expensive. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I get it in a sense. I know if you go to a, like a really n- nice restaurant, mm-hmm. um, it there isn't like a an enjoyment you obviously get out of paying a premium for stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. When it comes to a vending machine, would I pay... Would I pay that much money out of a vending machine for that same thing? Mm. I probably wouldn't. Because you feel no. like you're ducking out on the experience, you know? You don't just wake oh, up at midnight yeah. and go and go out and crack open the Beverly Hills caviar machine. No. But um, then if you're in Beverly Hills, maybe... Maybe you'd just be like, woo! Hello! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you would have to pay, like, a premium to get into a restaurant like that to eat caviar. So it would be more expensive overall. Maybe than just getting it from a the, vending machine. I suppose so. In Beverly Hills. <laughs> uh, what do we have next? Neckties. Uh, is neckties weird? I, it's kind of weird. Like I suppose it's unusual seeing a vending machine of neckties, but in the convenience stores here, you can buy, um, and I'm talking about like corner shops or what you'd probably think of in the UK, mm-hmm. you can buy ties, you can buy shirts, you can, you buy, can underwear, buy underwear. Socks. If you have an emergency in the day, you like, right, go buy some more. Mm-hmm. It's, very convenient, it the is. convenience stores here. Super convenient. <laughs> uh, gold. Gold? Gold. Wow, where's that? So it says, leave it to the citizens of Dubai, of course, like one of the wealthiest places ever. Wow. Dubai to um, casually purchase real bars of gold from a vending machine. The gold to go machine is in countless countries around the world, really. Even uh, uh, in Las Vegas huh, as well. Wow, so you can buy pieces of gold. Would you like to go to Las Vegas? I always thought that I wouldn't. Yeah. But maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know what I think about it, really. I don't not want to go, but I also i am not like, I must go to Las Vegas. 
If I went, I wouldn't really want to gamble anything. That's my problem. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm kind of like all the excesses and yeah. all the things that people go for. I think I'd be a bit like, Ugh. they were really, yeah. you know. Like I wouldn't really be like. Maybe something just comes over you when you get there and you're just like, ah, like you want to go I would want to go to kind of see how, I think it's kind of unbelievable that it's just in the middle of the desert. It sounds kind of weird, but I think I'd like to go to just watch. Yeah, I would love to. You know I mean? would love to go to watch. Like oh you, my god! You just sort god. of wander around like some. It'd be really inconspicuous. And I then, would love that, Jack. And just go and see what people do. Yeah, like, just sit at the bar with a cup of tea. Yeah. And a biscuit. Exactly. And just watch everyone. And just see what what goes on. How much money people really plow into these machines. Yeah, and also um, just imagine the characters, the oh. type of people that are, are there all the time. I bet there's some. Oh my god! People. I would love people watching. I'd have a little, I'd have a little sketch pad, and I'd be drawing out all the the amazing <laughs> all characters. The yeah. Oh my god! I would love it. Let's do it. I would love it. But so, everyone would be like, "Look at that weirdo sitting at the bar drinking a cup of tea in Las Vegas." <laughs> We'd be sitting there lo- looking out for all the unusual people, and they'd be looking at us like, "What is wrong with that?" That'd people? be so funny. Would you buy? Would you buy hair extensions from the vending machine? <laughs> Yes, I would actually, because they're a pain in the bum to get. Well, apparently they're popping up all across America. Really? Champagne. Mm. Is champagne weird? See, I always associate things in the vending machine with things that are cheap. Yeah, I guess. So hearing like caviar and champagne, I'm like, what are you doing? But it is convenient, I guess. But I I don't know how many they would sell. uh, What does it say? So department stores in London apparently have had the business sense to install champagne <coughs> dispensers that sell bottles for $29 a pop. So what's that? That's like 20, just over £20. They have they have um, sake machines here. I suppose so, but sake is quite, it can be quite cheap, can't it? Yeah. Like it's, but champagne tends to be relatively expensive. But I thought that was something that was really cool because they tend to have them in like the train stations. Yeah, they do, don't And they? they'll have like um, five or six bottles like that you can see at the top and then you just sort of choose. They have the barrels, don't they, sometimes like they're to d- display from where they've come from? Maybe, I don't know. But mm. the one I'm on about is the one in the train station that way. Ah. Do you yeah. know which one I mean? I know what you mean, yeah. So they have like five displayed and then you just, you put in like 100 yen, which is like, you know, one dollar. And then you press which one you want and you get like a little shot size of sake. Yeah, you don't get like a full bottle or anything. You just, you get to try it basically. I bet people go from station to station mm-hmm. around the country just sampling the sampling which one. sake. Either. Yeah, but I think there's something you have to do with ID because you can also buy beer and cigarettes in the vending machines. It seems very easy to do that, don't you think? Well, no. See, I thought that too. Right. But one one time I was on a like a modeling job and I was with a Russian model mm-hmm. and she hadn't bought her ID with her or something like it didn't work on that one. Right. Um but she wanted to buy these cigarettes so she had to find somebody that would use their like Japanese ID to do it. And oh. she asked me, and I was like, I don't know. I've never, I don't smoke, so I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I, but that's when I figured out how difficult it was because they have to like scan it or something, or they have to have this certain card that, like that an is, age, they've registered. Age registered card or yeah, because I thought they just went up to it and bought. Yeah, the me too. That's why I was, I was like, wow, that's pretty. Um, mm. But if you have <laughs> this card, easy. 
I think it's easy, mm. but I think that it has to be registered to you as a person. I see, with the date of birth. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, it's funny. How about a, a cupcake ATM? Do you like the sound of that? Yes, I love the sound of that. Yeah. But they have to be fresh, though. Well, they can't have been in there. It says dispenses of freshly baked cupcake of Is your there choice. A picture? Instantaneously. You can see this like little pink oh. cupcake ATM. That's picture. really cute. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. I quite like to buy it. I wonder if someone's on the other side. When you were a kid, did you ever think that there was like someone inside an ATM, like handing the money out? Yeah, I think I always wondered. But, um. Oh my gosh! Well, Do you remember that time? Oh my god, this really funny thing happened and I've uh, completely forgot about it until now. But we were at a train station. This was like so long ago. We were at a train station. Yeah. And we were trying to buy a ticket for something. And we were having like a bit of complications or whatever. And we pressed like the call button expecting, because we couldn't see anybody any, anywhere. So we pressed like the call button. And this tiny little door opened. <laughs> the window. <laughs> yeah, this tiny little door in between the two like um, where you buy a ticket from, like normal ticket machine. And it was like, it was probably the size of, what would you say, like that big? Like the size of her face, the yeah. woman's face. And it just looked like a metal, like it didn't even look like a door, it just looked like a metal panel. Yeah, you wouldn't, you would not know that that was, no. people were behind there. Behind that. there. Yeah. There's a full office in there. <laughs> I was so shocked. And it was just like, there was nothing to say there was someone behind there. Yeah. And no, there was, was no, there was no doors, it? there was no windows, like, you, you, there was nothing, it was like magic. So true. And we pressed the call button expecting someone to come through on the... <laughs> Out. Yeah, on the, on the intercom <laughs> yeah. thing. And just this, this silver panel just goes <laughs> inward and this person's face is like, um, <laughs> yeah, how can I help you? And we were just like... What the heck? Are you trapped? And then she was like, um, she was like, one moment, please. And she shut the little door. And I don't know where she came from, but she just appeared. Do you remember? (laughs) I don't know where the door is that she came from, but she just appeared like from around the corner. And here she was in front of us. That's so unusual. It was so weird. But it it took me right back to being a kid and thinking that people lived inside the ATM machine. Yeah. And like pushed the money out. (laughs) Or like in the post box, you know, they would take... Take the post oh, in the true, post yeah. box. They were like, yeah. Collect it as you. I'd always it like, I'd always like look in the post box to see if the postman was in there. Hello. <laughs> so funny. Are you hungry? <laughs> yeah, that's comical. It makes you wonder as you're walking around in public places how many, how many walls actually have people behind. Yeah. You know? Or how many cameras are on? That oh, always gets me. I think they're everywhere. There must be so many, especially now. Yeah. Um. How about raw meat? Would you buy raw meat from a vending machine? <laughs> I don't think I would. So Maybe places if it was refrigerated. Seattle, Washington and Paris offer raw steaks and chops to those craving um, meat. <laughs> How is... I wonder if you can order meat on Amazon. Is there anything you can't order on Amazon anymore? I know. Most things, I imagine. Ooh, French fries. I like the idea of French fries in a vending machine. Oh, yeah, I like the idea of that too. In Canada, Australia, Belgium, and more. Mm. A robo French fry machine. I've seen ones that have meals in there, like hot meals. I guess so, yeah. I think 
Food is less, well, I don't know, raw meat sounds a bit unusual. Just like, mm. Can you imagine it's like slopping out? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and the bottom is all stuck and there's loads of poultry and uh, mm. beef and stuck on the bottom, the window thing at the bottom. I'm trying to imagine how you would even do that without it, like, splopping everywhere. I wonder Not if it's sure. like the little doors are, like, individual and you press which one and then only oh, that door opens. you take out, like, a packet of it or something. Yeah. Like you would hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah, and is it frozen? Because that's different if it's frozen than if it's fresh. I guess so. You would hope it's fresh, wouldn't you? That seems like part of the appeal of using it in a vending machine. Yeah. Um, books. Uh, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool, I suppose. Would it uh, get dented as it fell? Oh, that would be so annoying. Didn't you used to hate that? You know, you would get something out of a vending machine and it would drop and mm. it would basically have a hole in. Yeah. Like, who designed this thing? <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, but we've definitely been spoiled with the vending machines in Japan. I think we'll really miss it yeah, when, they're we not, will. when they're not so readily available. We'll have to go back to the NAF ones in the UK. Mm. But we probably won't use them. Do you want to twirl? Really... <laughs> <laughs> and maybe not get it. Do you want to twix? No, I, n- I never really used those ones, though, in the UK. Well, that's the thing. You, they're, they're so notoriously bad, you just mm. don't use them, do you? I'd you stay away just from go them. to the shop. Exactly. Also, they're not probably on cheaper, every corner like they are in Japan. No. Like, you, you go to the like the dry cleaners and they're there or yeah. you go like even just on the side of the road they just have them randomly like, in the middle of nowhere yeah you can be driving through the mountains like, oh look there's a vending machine mm. who and fills they're, they're this thing like coca-cola ones aren't yeah. they premium yeah. stuff so funny but um <laughs> i was gonna say about it yeah, that is weird isn't it like who drives up to the top of that <laughs> mountain and fills it up <laughs> mm. oh that's yeah. what i was gonna say one time um we we bought something from the vending machine, just like a you know a coffee or whatever. Yeah. And then it it played like a tune or something, and I was like, oh, that's weird. Like the money hasn't disappeared. So I pressed it again, and we got two drinks. Do you remember? We did. And we were like, oh my god, it's broken. We got two <laughs> drinks. Whoa. <laughs> and we were like, we kept looking. Like when people came and used it, we kept like looking. And being like, oh, they didn't get one. And, oh, my gosh, it must just be us and all this. And then we figured out that there was, like, a a bingo thing. Mm. on, And it's pretty much on every vending machine where, like, there's, like, I think it's four numbers or five numbers. And if they're all the same, then you get a free drink. That's right. Yeah. So, so we, we weren't particularly special. We just happened to have uh, visited at yeah. the right time. And I think as well it's... it's um, it goes up in, like, how many people come to the machine. Okay, yeah. So the more people visited, the more yeah. likely you are to win. Yeah. But I briefly remembered for a moment that all the numbers were the same. I think, you're right. I think it was all sevens or all... Yeah, it was, it was all sevens, yeah. But then the next person that went was, like, seven, 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 eight. <coughs> so then that's They'd how I knew. I was it. like, oh. <laughs> Isn't it funny when something like that happens? Yeah. You feel like guilty or something like you've done mm. something out but, of out of turn and you're like, quick, run away. Mm. <laughs> but I reckon they put the numbers like that. So if someone is close to being having the same numbers again, mm. that they'll just buy a few more drinks so that they get the free drink. Oh, like incentive. Yeah. So if you're at seven, seven, yeah. seven, five, five. You're yeah, like, you let's buy just it. buy a couple more, more and we'll get the free one. Mm-hmm. Clever marketing. But, but we must have been so lucky to do that. Like, what are the chances of that? Well, we didn't even see the number, did we? Like, no. Yeah. What did we get? Was it anything special? I think 
we just got maybe two of the same thing. I don't know. How boring. Because <laughs> I think we might have already bought one drink anyway. Yeah, we And have. then we bought another one and then we got the free one. Right. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, Jack. It's not going to work. We beat the system. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, actually, we just totally played the exact system. Because I think the co- like a, an amount came up that we could spend on the drink and I thought the money hadn't disappeared. It's yeah. funny. Well, there you go. You listen to us <laughs> waffle for an hour about vending machines and, and whatnot, but we hope you've enjoyed the episode. And uh, yeah. Sorry if I'm a bit tired today. So I think you've been pretty genky. Do you today. think? Yeah. I've had a bit of a week. It's all right. You know why? Because next week's going to be a good week. Mm. Yeah. That's really nice. So, uh, Jodie, do you have any words of wisdom for this <laughs> for the week to come? Oh, I'm a bit floppy this week. Um, <laughs> words of wisdom. Do yeah. the outro and I'll think of one. Okay. Um, so, if you would like to support the podcast, right now the best way that you can do it is to recommend us to just one other person who you think might enjoy listening to us chat away. Um, yeah, we'd, we'd appreciate that. We've... As I've said in previous episodes, we have noticed that people have been subscribing and liking and commenting and stuff. So uh, please keep doing that because it's really good to engage with the the owl community that seems to be developing. <gasps> the um, the owl commune. Oh, commune Twitty. Well, we haven't said that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, yeah, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at our Weird Life Pod. As I said, Jolie's been. Uh, pretty hot on the old instagram so you can find some amusing videos or some beautiful pictures on there (laughs) if you'd like to take a look at that jody yeah i'm gonna steal the one from that lady because that really helped me okay so if you feel like you can't do one more do three more and that could go with anything in your life like oh i've got i've got like another chore to do i can do three i can do the washing up and do the washing and something else Great. Just add it to another part of your life. Love it. Don't be beaten. And, Can't uh, do one more, do, do three, three more. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good philosophy in life, honestly. Anytime you think you can't do something, you're like, no, I can, and I I'm going to do it three times as many. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. It, it helped me. Yeah, I, I think it would help everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks for joining us. We'll Thank see you, you next week with a brand new episode. Fare thee well. Bye.